The ocean is more ancient than the mountains, and frightened with memories of the dreams of time. Welcome to St. Baxton. A Pump Cthulhu real play tabletop role playing experience starring Steph as Clara Carter, Mike as Nicholas Wally, Fred as Edward Worthington III, Ben as Max Anderson, and your game master, Veronica. Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your game master, Veronica, and with me today is... Hey guys, it's me, Fred, and I play Edward Drake Worthington III. He, him. Hey folks, uh, it's me, Ben, and I am playing Max Anderson, and my pronouns are he, him. Hey everyone, it's Mike Lane. I am playing Watley. It goes by Nicholas sometimes. My pronouns are he, him. And hey, I'm Steph. I'm playing Clara Carter, and my pronouns are she, her. Uh, and speaking of which, I'm she, her. Y'all, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, number one is let's all roll a luck refresh. Now, I know you're going to ask me, Veronica, do you have to explain how we refresh luck every time? Listen, as you guys were saying, when I came back from hollering at my, my family, uh, <laughs> Yes, because we are an educational <laughs> podcast. And here is what you're going to do. At the start of each session of play, each player makes a luck recovery roll. This is rolled in the same way as for normal skill improvement, which we'll talk about next. The player rolls 1d100, and if the roll is higher than their current luck score, they add 2d10 plus 10 points to their luck score. If the roll is equal to or less than the hero's present luck score, it's 1d10 plus 5 luck points that are recovered. You may not exceed 99 luck points. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> is that as clear as mud for <laughs> everyone? Absolutely. You're lucky, Trace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So regardless, you get an extra dice yeah. either way. That's right. Oh, yeah. 84 over my 66. So I get 3d10 <laughs> plus 10. I'm at 99 because wow. Jesus. <laughs> Max, Max is just so points. skilled. <laughs> okay. You're getting 20 wow. points. Nice. Wow. Exciting. Blow it all on nature. What was it? Natural world. Yes. That's what it was. Natural world, yes. baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> okay. So I rolled 64 out of my 16 luck. So <laughs> I got to roll 2d10 and I'm uh, raising it 24. Nice. Plus yeah. 10. Yeah. Ooh. That feels nice. good. Very good. <laughs> I rolled 81 out of 90. So I do the 1d10. Plus five, plus five, which I rolled a seven plus five, gets me nine additional luck. Jesus. <laughs> 40 whole luck, Back you guys. Motherfuckers. Wait, wait, hold That's on. Right, Max. That's right, Max. That's me. Plus well, five, you get nine additional? Yeah, because I can only go up to oh, 99. Oh, I was oh. all like, that math doesn't sound oh, no. right. <laughs> can only get math 99 is correct. points. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, so now we need to talk about advancement. So um, advancement in Pulp Cthulhu is similar to like leveling, right? 
Um, so when we finish a mystery or whatever, the characters get to advance. And for us, maybe that happens seasonally. Who knows? Um, what am I? <laughs> so, um, so here's what happens. So you have to keep track on your character sheet. Every time that you succeed using a skill point, you should just make a little tick there. And um, now you all are supposed to go back during our break and look and see how many things, you know, try and remember. Uh, but our really gracious, I mean, gracious, gracious uh, listener, Death by Kitten, uh, made a spreadsheet for y'all from the time when Watley came back forward to let you know every time that you actually performed a skill and you were successful. And so that was posted in our Discord. So many, many thanks to the, to Death by Kitten for uh, for yeah, that spreadsheet. Thank you. Honestly, <laughs> these people are... It's like no one even explained the rules <laughs> to them. Um <laughs> So all those little things that you have a tick next to, you can now roll a 1d3, which is a die six divided by two, a minimum of one, and you can increase that score by that many points. So if you had anything substantially going up, just just let me know here. And um, you guys all got to regain sanity last time, so we're not doing that. And... Oh, and any skill that you raise above 90% also increases your sanity by oh, 1d4 whoops. points. Oh, wow. quick. I was going off of sanity. I was in the wrong area, so I'm back to 66 sanity. And uh, my 74, which I did roll above, is actually now I did 24, so 98 luck. Wow. Okay, <laughs> cool. Okay. Did anyone raise a skill above 90% this time? No. My stealth is at 90, but it didn't go up. I didn't roll above a 90. Does anybody have any other mechanics questions while we're doing this uh, this quick little chit-chat? No, no. None of, <laughs> Housekeeping. None of my... Uh, my fast talk did go up by one point. <laughs> <laughs> so... Of my of my common and my spot hidden went up by one point. So of my common skills okay. that I often use, you know, that went up by one. But the, the two that went up by the most were mechanical repair and psychology. So I was like, great. Uh, thank you, perfect. Dice. Thank you very much. <laughs> OK, so I got called out or I guess like for completely forgetting one of the most important NPCs mm. that we have ever oh, had yes. on the show. Uh, Rudy Yelp. I'm sorry. So Rudy Yelp is um, an NPC that was never meant to be. He's a cab driver uh, that these people just <laughs> kept on talking to. And so I said, okay, he is the dude. He's the catch a ride dude from Borderlands 2. And so that is who he is. And he is reliable. And he wants you to give him a good review on his website, Yelp. Absolutely. So, Love Rudy. Big thumbs up. Love him. Yeah. There you yeah. go. The first person I met when I landed on St. Paxton. Oh, I don't count yeah. the I don't I don't count the boat guy. Oh, right. That guy sucks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Horrible. Any other questions, comments, crippling fears before we get started? No, I'm good. Okay. So the last time that you all were on this island and the last time that we played. 
you had been in the library doing a little bit of research. Your friend Bellamy um, ran to the shore and you all saw this great winged shadow on the far horizon, like out, you know, kind of where the water meets the meets the clouds out there. And there were wings and all sorts of like vicious creatures kind of descending on St. Paxton. And Bellamy held up her staff, drove it into the ground, and two mysterious people came up to you and they gave you a book. Saint Who has Clara, that book? Right? It's probably uh, me. Say, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anyone would hand me anything. So <laughs> yeah, they look at you no. and they're like, no. They immediately get tell how irresponsible I am. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have shoelaces. Clary, now you have the book. And these two strangers seemingly have been absorbed into this stone that Bellamy has turned into. And on the other side of the shore, leaning against the cliff face, are Edward and Watley failing sanity rules. Oh, that's right. And so we're going to open there. And I am going to say high or low for Watley. We're going to go high. Okay. Watley, you see your vision as it just sort of tunnels down and you can't see anything, but you feel someone kind of gripping onto your right hand. So you kind of grit back, I assume. Let me know if you don't do that. Okay. And it just looks like a dark tunnel that all of a sudden at the end glows a bright orange. And then that orange sort of dissipates. And you have this smell that's very familiar to you. You it smells like someone's smoking a pipe almost or um, some kind of a natural tobacco. And then this orange light gets brighter again. Your vision just looks like an orange orb kind of brightening and fading over and over. And it just pulses. Edward, you see a shadow whip around Watley and stand in the small space between where your skin touches the stone and where the the cliff face was already cool to the touch. You now feel that it's freezing and your lower back kind of seizes a little bit. And you feel something whip around and sit on your shoulder, almost like a a really heavy hand as it presses down. Do Do I see anything on my shoulder? When you look, you see a long 
some something like a hand, but it looks more like a human hand where the fingers just go on and on. And so you watch as the shadow drips past the point where you can actually see it on your body. You would have to move your head away from the cliff face and look down and your body. I'm still holding Watley's hand currently. Until so you drop it. So a shiver kind of runs down my body as I react to both the cold and what I'm seeing. And I think instinctively I place Watley in between me and whatever this sensation is, but I'm still kind of holding his hand, so I kind of maneuver myself behind him. You maneuver yourself yes. behind Watley? Okay. So, Watley, you feel movement now along with this orange pulsing. You're also going to start getting this sensation that you have never experienced before of feeling seasick, of motion sickness. And Edward, you'll watch as Watley gets kind of queasy and drops down to his hands and knees. <sighs> and breaking the hand holding. What is this? Watley, are you okay? No, uh. Mm. I'm just really sick to my stomach, which is. weird. It looks like he might need a little bit of. medical attention. This. shadow whispers in your ear. That's weird. Um. You don't look so good. Maybe I should check you out. Here, why don't you... Here, sit down. And I kind of guide his body into a sitting position. And I place my hand uh, uh, on his wrist um, and uh, the other hand on his forehead. And I'm just kind of checking his vitals, uh, both both his uh, like kind of pulse and, and his temperature. As you, as the last part of your skin releases from the cliff face, you feel this coldness rush into your veins. And as you put your hand on Watley, either under his neck or on his, uh, on his wrist to check his pulse, you hear and you feel the blood as it pumps and you have this craving how strong is this urge or this craving and is it associated to something specific you aren't quite sure yet you don't understand what's happening to you it almost feels like you can sense where Watley might be vulnerable hey um maybe we should go join the others uh do you need me to help you up no 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 i i've i've got it i still help him up and kind of just put my arm around his like side and uh and i'm like uh 
Okay, well, here, come on. Let's, um, let's get back together with everybody. As we're walking away, I want to glance back at this shadow. When you turn your head to look around, you don't see a shadow. Your vision clears. There's no orange orb in front of you. You just see your friends in the distance holding some kind of box or something. You're not quite sure. You're not close enough to really see. Who, who was that? It was no one. But only Edward hears that. Wait. Are you hearing the voice too? I, th- I thought I was just feeling... I don't know, dizzy? Out of it? I'll straighten up and take some of my weight off of Edward and look at him quizzically. What what voice? Uh I mean, you just said who was that? Yeah, wasn't wasn't there a person standing there? I I I don't know. I <sighs> I don't know. Um, there's definitely something weird going on. I, I, I think we should probably get out of here. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Tell me how you walk away. Uh, just normal? I'll trail a couple steps behind Wally. Okay. Edward, as you are giving yourself a couple steps back, you can see this network opening up in front of you. You see Watley, and you see something that's just sort of streaming through him. Do you want to look at anything or anyone else? How close are we to... Clara and Max. Uh, you might be maybe 50 feet or so. So fairly close. And they're ahead of us, right? Ahead yeah. of Watley. Mm-hmm. At, at first, I kind of just take a quick look around and behind me to see if I still see this shadow presence. And then I'll look past Watley towards our friends and, and see if these similar streams or images are coming from them as well. Yeah, as you look at your friends on the beach, you do see a a similar network of something just sort of coursing through their bodies. Am I able to surmise what this could be? Am I able to maybe utilize my knowledge is this like, I mean, I don't want to like metagame, but am I seeing like energy or life force ebbing through these living people? Hmm. Roll biology. Or do you have biology? I think you do. Uh, I have science anatomy. Yeah, do that one. Oh, right. Um, so zero, zero, zero. Great. That sounds good. (laughs) Um, despite, you know, not understanding completely what's happening, 
you can look at all three of your friends and know that what you are seeing is some sort of alternate view of their arteries, of their veins, of their nervous system. And then there's this other something that's there that you don't quite have a medical explanation for. Um, it's it's not a respiratory system. It's not digestive. Uh, you just, you don't know what this other thing is. As you pull these facts together, this little voice inside your mind says, yeah, now you're getting it. Just one more step. Roll a cult. Uh, yeah, so that's not going to be a success. Roll a cult one more time and just let me know the number you have. Heard. Uh, 41. Right. You see Watley walking in front of you and you guys are getting very close to the group. And you hear this, like, flipping of pages behind you. And it's almost like someone is in the back of your head, just, like, flipping space. And it sends a chill down your spine because you are experiencing it in such a physical way, but also not in a physical way at all. You reach your group. And, Edward, you look around your friend group and they're kind of opening their mouths to talk to you and everything goes dark Max and Clara your friends have now joined you roll spot hidden oh That's a 30 out of 26. So I'm going to spend four luck. Okay. That is a uh, a four. So that will be an extreme success. Okay. Clara, I will give you back your luck because you're not going to need it. That's fine. Clara is holding the book and she looks up in just enough time to like see something sort of flicker in Edward's eyes. But she doesn't quite catch what that is. Max, you have just been kind of watching these two walk up and they're walking really slowly for whatever reason. You're not sure why it took them this long to get there when two people came up. Why the (laughs) fuck, you know? So you're watching and you see that the entire time that Edward has been coming closer, that his eyes have had this weird glint to them. And the closer they get to you, they kind of fade between this, like, glowing bright orange and this darker, more subtle orange. And you recognize that as, like, being across from someone that's smoking. You know, you can just see the tip of their cigarette as it gets brighter when they inhale. And when they stop inhaling, it's a little bit darker. And as Edward takes a step toward you... You see this long, bright, glowing orange in the center of his eyes. And then they roll back into his head and he faints. 
Oh, holy shit. Oh, God. Max will rush to... I assume he's too far for me to catch him before he hits the ground, but and once he's there, I kind of spin him back over to have him face up towards the sky like, hey, hey, Ed, hey. Slap his face a little bit. Hey, Ed, hey. Hey, buddy, what's what's going on? Hey. Edward, you hear Max just clearly, but you're back in a room somewhere you had forgotten you had been before, but something that is very clear to you. It was right when you came to the island. You you were in... You were there. You were in that boardroom, and something was in that room with you. And you feel this shadow. As it recreates a moment from your past. A forgotten time. And the shadow kind of seeps out of your mouth and pools onto the table and forms two bodies in a boardroom. You, younger. Your father, older. You're both leaned in on a boardroom table and screaming at one another. And the only way that you can see these screams and know this conversation is happening is because there's just fire coming out of both of your mouths over and over. And then you see as the shadow turns young Edward's head toward you, the observing Edward, and this bright orange glow activates in your eyes. And then you hear it, your own voice. And you say, I'm done with you and what you've done. You're not going to get to do this anymore. And you back up against the wall and you charge your father and you see these little points of entry into him and your mouth clenches around his neck and you drain him of his life force absorbing what he is and you're there for a really long time before someone knocks on the door and you see as young Edward is very scared of what will happen next and the shadow comes around the room one more time And you remember making a deal. And the next thing you know, you close the panel where your father's body is hidden. A note. A note that you need to get back to, that you need to remember. What did it say? Because now it's your time to pay now it's your time to do whatever is written on that evil contract you take in a deep breath and you are back with your friends hey 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 hey, hey, oh hey hey welcome (laughs) back to the land of the living thought we lost you there bud hey 
Is he okay? Hey, you're the- I immediately slap away ah. Max's hands and I kind of push back like four crawling steps, uh, kind of like, you know, on my, you know, derriere, pushing back with my legs. And I'm like, oh, uh, Max, what? why am I on the, what happened? You were walking up, buddy, and uh, you had a strange uh, look about you and you just passed out. <laughs> I mean, I know what we just saw was crazy, so I don't blame you, but, uh, you okay? You're the doctor here, man. You can't, you can't be going down like that on us. Uh, I'm, I probably didn't eat earlier today and, and just felt faint. Um, you lock your knees? <laughs> I, Edward, uh, roll fast talk. And Max, you can counter with fast talk. Can I try... Believe. To counter as well? Sure. Yeah, anybody can. Mm-hmm. 66 out of 50. Okay. Yeah, I got a 50 out of 76, so just a regular success. So I got an 80 out of 65, but I will use 25 <laughs> luck points to get under Ben. Okay. Because yeah, isn't it like defender always wins, like even if it's like they're both success, but yeah. he's so OK. Max, gotcha, you you gotcha. think he's, you know, telling you the truth. I mean, he's certainly mm-hmm. a little out of it, but you have no reason to be suspicious. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. Are you feeling OK now? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's my blood sugar is probably low. I mean, I can't even think about the last time we ate. We should we should probably like, I don't know. Go get some burgers at Leo's or something. I mean, it hasn't been that long. Didn't Mary just bring us some food? Uh, I I mean, you're a big guy. (laughs) I guess you need a lot to eat, huh? I was also feeling a little under the weather a moment ago. I don't know. uh, I smelled some smoke. And then, I don't know, we both didn't feel good. So uh. Maybe it has something to do with that monster out in the ocean. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't smell smoke. Um, did you did you see what happened with those two people who came up? Not exactly. I was looking further beyond. Yeah, well, understandable. There was a big creature. So, uh, gotcha. from what I can surmise is that uh, Bellissima is uh, is this now? And Max motions towards the statue. Uh, and uh, those two strangers, I guess, uh, I don't know. They said something about a sacrifice. Looks looks like they, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever Bellissima I, did to make the big monster what, go away. That I don't know. I assume they're helping. They gave us this big. What are you Yeah, I was going to say, check out his big old book. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> they gave us this book. Um, they said it took them what, like millions of years to get here from another world. Yeah. And this is what? their journal. I think they said. I. It all happened. Yeah, they said really something fast. about being here too early. Yeah, they said they got here I too soon. I hate showing up to things early. Too yeah. early. Yeah, like they knew what would happen or something. I don't know, but 
I ignore what's going on with the conversation in the book and I walk up to the statue and I immediately start looking over what is Bellamy and I kind of like gingerly run my hand like onto her arm and shoulder to see like what happened to her. Right. As you do this, you see, I don't want to call it a flashback, (laughs) but you see this moment. You can replay what's happened in your mind and just understand when you touch Bellamy, there is nothing there. You have no human connection to this thing whatsoever, but you can look up and see that there is this dome of protection over the island right now. And you can see little spots where it's being hit against over and over. And you can understand that if you look back at your friends with these same eyes, you can see that they are okay, that they're well, that whatever it is that sustains life, both physically and spiritually, emotionally, whatever that is, they've still got it. But Bellamy sacrificed all of herself and was bolstered by these two strangers to create what you assume is a temporary shield over this island. I'm not sure what happened, but I don't know if you are seeing what I'm seeing, but there is some kind of dome around us, around the island, and it's she is protecting us from whatever it is. I don't think we have a lot of time. Uh, We can't make Bellamy sacrifice. We need to ensure that we figure out how, what we need to do, because whatever is outside of that protection, it's coming for this island. Oh, yeah. Can we see the barrier? Oh. No, you cannot. I'll look up a little confused and then say I I don't know what barrier you're talking about but I agree with you we need whatever Bellamy did I think she did it to protect us and we need to figure out what's going on I think we should go back to the library and Maybe talk with Ezra. Have her take a look at this book that you're holding. I think that's maybe the key to how we can prepare ourselves. Yeah, they wouldn't have given us this book if it wasn't going to be useful in some way. So we need to look into it. And I don't know. I'm still not feeling so great. Maybe we could call somebody to get some food for us. You know, maybe Rudy or somebody to pick up. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Does Rudy deliver? 
You son of a bitch. I don't know. I don't know if he's got uh, uh, Rudy Grubb yet going up. I, I remember when we talked last, he was thinking about. He always has empanadas in his glove box, but I think those are just snacks. So, um, uh, I, I thought he was. That's factual. He said it was going to be Rudy eats. <laughs> Guys, I have well, a rough. That's a different surface. Uh, that's, that's a very Stop different it. surface. Oh, no. Uh, I think right, we should go. I do. Uh, Max, like, I do agree. Yeah, let's at least get to the library first. Maybe we call some delivery. Maybe we uh, go back and maybe. Okay, let's do this. Okay, let's plot. Let's let's walk and talk while we go back. Walk towards back to the library. So. Here's here's my here's my plan of attack here. Some of us we all go back to the library. We base out of there. Then some of us, Watley, go get your car from uh 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 the Mary's house because your car's still there. And we it would be great to have that and not the stolen truck that's sitting at your house right now. Perhaps that's a bad idea. Uh, let's also is the mist still around? The mist is still around. Uh, so and have we seen anybody out? I mean, I know we've been busy. No, you've not seen anyone out and about. Okay. Uh, so, also, uh, be careful driving in the mist. Uh, I mean, we walked to the library. Good lord! No, we drove. We have this. We have the stolen truck. Uh, so, let's uh, ditch that. I'll take care. Listen, I'll take care of the stolen truck. Okay. Uh, you, uh, Watley, go get you. Go get. Ru- call Rudy. Go get your car. Bring us back some food to the library. Edward and and Clara. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, read the book. Check in with Ezra. That's 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 kind of where my head's at right now. Uh, okay. And also, and as we're, I assume we're like walking up the stairs of the cliff by now. Also, uh, mm-hmm. this fog. Uh, is this normal? I mean, again, I've only been here for like a few days. Is this normal for you guys? Can I roll something for that? Absolutely. You can roll natural world. All right. God, okay, we gotta boost natural world, guys. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that is a, an extreme success Ooh. of three. Okay. Ooh. Check it. Uh, it is very normal for the fog to roll in like this. It is not normal how thick this fog is and um, how it just kind of feels like you're breathing in something. So... The answer is yes and no. Um, it's certainly normal to have the fog, but something is different about this fog. You know, you've mentioned the fog, and it's, you know, it's usually foggy, but not normally this bad. I don't know. There's something's off. Maybe it's because that big monster made it happen. <laughs> And now that we've got apparently a dome, I don't know what he's talking about, but there's a dome over us. Maybe it can't leave. I don't know. I'm just guessing, guys. <laughs> huh. Wait, you guys can't see the, the above no. us, the energy, the dome? No, I got no idea what you're talking about, big guy. I, I mean, no. <laughs> I... Maybe it's there, though. I, I'm i not saying it's not. I just don't see it. I don't know why you see it and we can't. Uh, let's, let's just get back to Ezra. I, I think she's going to have answers for us. Sounds good. 
Um, so are you guys splitting up right now? We probably at least go back to the library first, and then from there, potentially splitting up. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, Watley, as you take the last step off of the cliff staircase, right? I would like you to roll me an occult with advantage. Damn, goths always have advantage with a cult. Four <laughs> and 78. So let's go with the 44, and I will use 11 points of luck to, or I'm sorry, 10 points of luck to make that a success. As you look out over the beach, you get this kind of sick feeling that something is happening, something dreadful is approaching and you hear this tick 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 of a clock but it's going very 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 fast max roll an occult no advantage <laughs> let me just uh for my own math's sake just plug in that automatic five percent we always get all right <clears throat> <laughs> Well, I rolled a 69. Nice. 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 Everyone together. Nice. <laughs> um, nice. Nice. Dude, I don't ever use luck. I think it'd be fun if I used yeah. luck. Let me ca- let me do the math here. It's not hard math. Use that luck. 69 from 99. Nine minus oh, five boy. equals. So I'd have to use 64 points of luck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know what? That guys, I'm really enjoying season three so far. This is very good. Just way to make Uh, 69 work for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Max, you see Watley turn around and take one last longing goth look over the beach and you just sort of turn on your heels really fast and you kind of kick up a little bit of dirt and your hand just sort of follows that dirt and you feel this dust come under your control and whip up to Watley. And as your hand is just sort of suspended in the air there, it also suspends and it doesn't move. Roll sanity. <laughs> oh, thank God. No, it's the other way around. There we go. Uh, I rolled a 17 under my sanity of 49. Great, great. It was a great time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so as you flip and start controlling this, um, this natural substance, you also pull your other hand up and you begin creating this um, this group of small pebbles and rocks to levitate just a few inches above the ground, just right behind Watley. And as Watley swoops around with his long goth trench coat, Ben, do you want Max to have tried to hide that? Ooh, um, hi, I will. Low, I wouldn't. 
No, I'm not hiding that. Okay. Watley, you see, and you see that Max is just like, did you fucking see that? <laughs> like, what? Uh, what? What? Were you levitating pebbles? <laughs> it certainly looked like it. Whoa. <laughs> this island's crazy. Wait, you, you what now? You levitated pebbles? Yeah, yes, no, no, not the not the the popular Hanna Barbera Flintstones character. I mean, like actual, yes, right, like small rocks, like yeah, yeah, ch- yeah. And I try to do it again. Like, check this out. And I try to, I try to, I pick up one of the pebbles and try to, I think in my head to okay. like push it off of my hand a little bit. Great. Um, so what I want you to do is I want you to roll power. Got it. So that's just one of your top stats. Mm-hmm. Pow. Pow, 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 wheels. Excellent. Uh, that is a four, so that's an extreme success. Great. Ben, why don't you tell me what Max does? So with that extreme success, he'll, he'll take the pebble and it levitates a little bit. Then he kind of thinks and he puts his other hand out and a couple more rocks kind of come up into his hand, but he doesn't grab them. He kind of spit, like turns his hand up to face upwards and the other two rocks are kind of floating in his hand and then he proceeds to kind of just juggle the rocks as if he's like 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 someone would normally juggle, but he's never touching the rocks and eventually they're just kind of spinning around him, like encircling his face, kind of making a frame. Um, and they're going, and with the extreme success, I hope I can make him go like really, really fast. Uh, to the point where he can kind of mm-hmm. like throw some dust and it looks just like a ring of dirt and rocks are just like constantly in front of him, just circling like a like a ring light almost um, in his face. And at, at, once it gets really, really going really fast, he kind of puts, he's like, starts going, and he puts his like head and like arms through it. Like the circle, like, uh, 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 hey, check this out. <laughs> oh, gosh, you guys, you guys should have told me this place was so cool. You could do all kinds of stuff. And I wonder if I can go and stop. And he claps his hands together. And with that, he would like the all, all the dirt and the rocks to just drop to the ground. You all feel as Max claps his hands together, you feel this shiver, this shake underneath your feet as the island responds to his authority and the rocks fall to the ground. <gasps> um, oh, 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 something I ate. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Holy <laughs> shit, that was cool. Whoa. <laughs> I am of the earth. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay. Well, I, I think I know a way to get rid of the stolen truck now. Excellent. This is good news. <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to say that's why I gave that to you. <laughs> you're you're going to bury it under small rocks? No, I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a like a, a warrior's battlefield funeral. Watley. Yes, of course. I'm going to cover it in rocks and put a little cross over it and say thank you for your. Ser- no, God. <laughs> going to like, I don't know, make a hole in the ground. <laughs> make a sinkhole. I bet I can make sinkholes. Oh, sick. Okay. Uh, anyway, we got to. Um, <laughs> During that time, am I still seeing this network and the ebb and flow of life, energy, so on and so forth? Or was that just during that, like, indeterminate time? Yeah, no, you you continue to see it. And you see it in any living creature 
within probably a, a 10 to 20 foot radius around you. And did Max's energy change? Am I seeing like a difference or am I just able to see just his life force? Just his life force. Got it. Okay. I know I am not aware of that, but out of curiosity, does he see anything different with Abuela? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Well, I love discovering new talents and abilities. That's this is fun. An impressive one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Much. Would would you say it's way cooler and 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 sweeter than um uh uh, uh say like uh, like having uh magic bullets or tentacles in your belly, Clara? Where, where 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 does it rate? Where does it where is it scale amongst the boys here? Okay, who has oh, the coolest thing oh, going on? Okay, I, I don't know if we should compare. Um, but it, it's listen. If there's one thing guys like to do, it's measure their uh, talent. Oh, so please tell us who has Max, the best one. Okay, Max, what, why what, don't what's you a- get in the library? And I would like to open the door and then use telekinesis to push him inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can just do that. <laughs> Excellent. Can I oppose? Is it like what, what you kind can of a- just? Anti-kinesis. Yeah, so um, now you're going to be using your magic points. I have recorded how many magic points you have. You do not know how many magic points you will expend using these spells going forward until you discover those things. Should you run out of magic points, you will then begin the process of killing yourself. You will not know that you're doing this. So... Choose wisely, telekinesis and Earth Boy. I was just going to try to uh, if he's if he's pushing me and I'm leaving my feet. I assume that okay. is the initial. The it, it's just a push, right? Do I just feel a push, or do I feel? Are you picking me up and placing me in the library? No, just a push. Awesome, I love that. So if you're just pushing me, I want to roll like dexterity to kind of roll sure. roll myself away from the door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's uh I have a very high dexterity. Uh I rolled a 16 and that's an extreme success. Okay, great. So you feel this push, uh, but no one is really directly behind you to do this. So um you just do what with your extreme success, you can maneuver yourself in, in any means that you'd like. So I've in my head, it's like I'm getting pu- like he's pushing my shoulder, like, like, get in there. Like if he were to physically touch me, he'd like just shove my shoulder forward. Mm-hmm. So I I just am interpreting as that. And I will spin myself and then kind of lean against the I assume the library has double doors and he's just opening yes. one. Now it does. Yeah, now it does. OK, perfect. So then I lean against the door and I'm like, not today, squid belly. All right. You get. You get in there, all right? You're the one that's got to go uh, get your car from Mary's. Do you want me to drive you to Mary's first before I get rid of the truck? You know, why doesn't uh, Edward come with me? Oh, okay. Fine. Okay, I can you guys read, gonna get rid of the truck on my own. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I don't think we should talk. <laughs> I don't think we should leave anybody alone, per se, but... Uh, Clara, uh, just a point of advice. Don't read out loud. Hmm. Okay. Just as a general rule. Probably I shouldn't stab it either. <laughs> Some not great things happened last time I stabbed a book. Um. 
Yeah, maybe. Need me to stab a book, I'll do it. <laughs> maybe just wait. We'll we'll go I'm, get the car and then just wait for us. Fine. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's actually. Wally, you bring up a great point. It's to be you two because you got to get your car and Edward. You, pr- I'm sure, uh, Doctor Mason wants to uh, not just sit in uh Watley's uh 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 creepy uh loner shack with the dogs so and also that's where can we get can we get Clem can you go get Clem can you get our dog please well yeah of course I could get my dog but never mind did we start sharing ownership of my dog with everybody is this like a group Clem it's Clem I don't know that we own her yours Uh, yeah She's Wait. always been with me. We just found her here. Mm, that's not how I remember you hear it. hear the truck start up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll do okay. some library search. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm Claire, I'm very ill-equipped for this, but I will do my that's, best. You two go. Fine. We got Go this. explore the town. See what's going on with this mist. Bring back some food. Okay. As the two parties split ways, Watley and Edward, you'll hop into the truck. And as you are leaving the library parking lot, you look behind you in either the side or rear view mirrors. And you notice that the facade of the library looks very, very different. You see, instead of this... I would say like more like instead of like a public building, you see what looks like an older Victorian type house. But it does have a little sign. Welcome to St. Paxton. And it seems to be just like just hanging on a, a like a cast iron gate. So something about the physical building has changed. It is much more decrepit, but the architectural style in general is totally different. I stopped the truck. Edward, are you seeing this? As I turn full on to to look behind us. Do you turn the car or do you turn yourself? No, I just turn. Turn in the seat. I look back to... Uh, that is that the library we were just leaving? Yeah. You watch as the door that was letting light out, the one that Max went through, the yellow light that's being cast on the sidewalk that you all walked up, You watch as the door closes, and it goes dark. I'm not sure what's going on, but... I'm... Maybe I'm seeing things, or... Maybe things are being shown to us more clearly. But... That that wasn't the way it was before. Do you think they're okay, or do we need to go back there? I mean, that's a hard question to answer. I, I mean, they're probably fine, but I, I, I'm 
I'm seeing things, Nicholas, I, that I can't explain. Like, earlier, when we were holding hands, you felt that, right? Well, I felt something. I don't know, I saw an orange orb, like something glowing, and then the the smell of, I don't know, pipe tobacco or something, and that's when that nausea hit me. Yeah, there was something there. Well, anyways, um, we should probably go check things out and, and, like Max said, get some food, maybe scout around and, and see if we could find anybody and check on Mary. All right, let's do that. As I start driving again. Okay, Clara and Max, you are in the library and you step on the floor and you hear this audible, like really loud creak from the floorboard. And you look around and you see that some things have changed here. It just looks different, still as decrepit as it was when you were here last time but just architecturally different. Uh, Rosie, you seeing this? Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's changed before. Okay. There's that one, well, there's that one time we came in here and it was like we all changed into D&D characters. Um. <laughs> oh. But that, I would think that was all illusion. This seems uh more real more solid i'm <laughs> yeah i don't know are there lights on can we see is it like super dark in here that's pretty well lit and it still has the vibe of a library mhm okay it smells like a library for sure is the keeper around uh, you hear some shuffling in the back, and you can uh, infer that that's probably her. I mean, we, we can ask her about it, but yeah, it, it's sure. probably fine. Um, they, I, I get the feeling that some things you just kind of roll with here, right? Things have changed before. So okay. I mean, it wasn't a reset, though, so that is kind of weird, but... Welcome back. Oh, uh, hi. Ah, Jade, you're, you're so good at sneaking up because you're so low to the ground. Thank you. We were just noticing that some things have changed around here. Yes. Like the... That's obvious. Things are in a terrible state of disrepair. How's that funding request coming along? Well, we just ran out the door in a storm and came back, so I haven't had time to do anything yet. I see. To make a phone call. Yes, I hear you. Well, I'll just continue to work hard and do the things that need to be done to maintain the records of the... What is that? What? Oh, it's a book. 
obviously. Um, we, we, we were uh, just going to do some research. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I whisper to Clara, hey, do we want her to like look at it closer? Do we not? Is she, is she untrustworthy? What's going no, on I here? I think she's trustworthy. I'm very trustworthy. Wait, 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 hey, do what? I thought you were old and you can't hear well. <laughs> Why, I'm why? just old. I can hear just fine. Oh, my God. Well, we're having a private conversation right now, so go do your work. Go on, shuff, oh, shuffle no off the nice. buffalo already. She shuffles away. I'll call you when we need you. All right. So can we trust her with the book? Are we trying to be sneaky about I'm, this? What's going on? I'm, I think we can trust her. I don't think she likes me very much. But Well, it sounds like you just need to call City Hall and say they need money, and then she'll you'll be right as rain with her. I wonder if they have a phone here. Yeah, maybe like at the counter they have a, a phone. I can make a quick call. Yeah, I bet if you just, if listen, you just gotta, you just gotta put in the like, you just gotta send out the message. You just gotta make the call, saying so that way you said you did it. After you okay. say you did it, people people love that shit. Even if nothing ever happens, as long as you say you okay. did something. So I'll make a quick call and then we'll ask her about the book. That's it. Yes, okay. let's let's do something for her, and then maybe she'll feel like doing something for us. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, all right. okay. Yeah. I see it. Is there a phone at the the main counter? Sure. <laughs> Sorry, the look on your face. <laughs> you can call anyone. <laughs> I would like to call City Hall. Okay, great. Thank you for calling the City of St. Paxton. City Halls, Councils, Halls, for Councils and Halls. Our hours of operation are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Please listen closely as our menu options have changed. To complain to the mayor, press one. To complain to city council number one, press two. And it goes through all the districts, which you can find in your book. I think I printed them out for everyone. There's a whole district map included in your player's handbook uh, for which you will not be needing this session. So I don't mean, there you go. Yeah. Um, So you don't need that. Okay. Well, I pulled it out. But you got it. <laughs> Does it have the extensions we need to call when we need to speak to someone? Uh, yeah. So you can find the the correct extension. Okay. Okay. I will press the correct extension. Okay. You press the correct extension. It rings a couple of times. The voicemail answering machine thing comes on. You've reached Scott Lang. Please leave a message. Oh, hey, Scott. It's me, Mayor Clara Carter. I was just calling because I'd like to set up a meeting to discuss funding for the library. Uh, So if you can get back to me as soon as possible. um, Thanks. You hear the receiver click up. Mayor? Oh. Oh, hi. Oh, my God. We thought you were dead. Oh, fuck. Hell yeah. And that's where we're going to call it. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> what a roller coaster. Boy, oh boy. Oh my God. Oh. 
Uh, and we will have another cool ass enamel pin to give away next week. Yes. So when we do episode three, and the mayor reveals herself to be alive after all. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> you fucking fuckers. I really you know, thought you were going to let that go. The that first w- time I try to actually be on top of things and do mayor stuff. <laughs> and I just fuck it up. It's an important thing to tell your city council members that you're actually alive, though. Why do they That's think actually true. Dead? true. Because <gasps> Masada Lago exploded. And Remember all that? Everybody was undercover. <laughs> <laughs> we had all the disguises. Yeah, we're still dressed as goths, by the way. Yeah. I ruined it all with a phone call. We've, we left Nighthawk's dead, de- desiccated corpse in the basement of Clara's Ooh. bar. Oh, Yep. All still That's there. That's going to be incriminating. And now you've split the party. So, well, I did that for fun. <laughs> Wait, but so you're saying this storyline is contiguous? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's more like what? a Rubik's cube. So, yeah. of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same fucking cube, though, guys. <laughs> red squares are still red squares. Full circle. <laughs> I literally listened to the previous, the end of the, because I listened to the, I listened to like the like the last little bit or the beginning of it. I forget. I listened to some of it. Let's we'll, we'll go back to take it. Let's just let's just take this to take a name. Yeah. Okay, if you want to hear take what we're about oh, yeah. to talk about, you got to sign up at patreon.com slash St. Paxton, right? That the, is yeah, that, the, that sounds about right. Yeah. Patreon.com. Twitter. It's on there. And also go to Twitter. It's on there. If you want to hear yeah. we we do post show discussions every episode. It's sick. It is. Yeah, it is sick. If you want to know where we are on the internet and where you can sign up for our Patreon, you can go to twitter.com. And uh, our show is at St. Paxton Podcast. That's S-T-P-A-X-T-O-N. Podcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. All one word. Love Alphabetical it. order. You got it. Uh, so yeah, I was about, I was on, I was, oh. oh, I just, I waited two seconds Damn. too long. Uh, so yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Ben Stonick. That's B-E-N-S-T-O-N-I-C-K. You can find me on the Twitterverse at I think I'm Fred. Hey everyone, you can find me at One Gaming Lane. And you can find me at Starlit Firefly. And you can find me at Typical Veronica. That's Typical Veronica, one word on Twitter. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, that's also uh, Typical Veronica, also one word. And uh, we'll see you next time on St. Paxton Island. Bye. 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 Thank you for calling St. Paxton City Hall. Our hours of operation are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. To be connected to a person that you know their goddamn motherfucking extension, dial that now. They wouldn't actually say that. Okay, I was going to say, damn. (laughs) Wow.